broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studio in Chicago, Illinois, it's time for Chicago Business Radio. Brought to you by FirmSpace, your private sanctuary for productivity and growth. To learn more, go to firmspace.com. Now, here's your host. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Chicago Business Radio. I'm your host, Max Cantor, and before we get started, a quick shout-out to today's sponsor. Today's show is sponsored by FirmSpace. Thank you to FirmSpace because without them, we couldn't be sharing these important stories. And we have a really great guest today. She is the founder and director of communications at TE & Co. Please welcome to the show, Tamara Edwards. Welcome to the show, Tamara. Hey, thanks so much for having me, Max. So let's jump right in. Uh, tell me a little bit about what TE and Co is and how you guys serve folks. Yeah, so TE and Co is Tamara Edwards and Company, and quite literally, it's the company I keep to support uh, the strategies that we put out for our clients. But the history of our business, in a very quick and personal story, is I was working for a. I'm from Chicago. Uh, but I moved to D.C. after college and uh, pursued a career on Capitol Hill and found myself working for a very media-driven congressman um, as his scheduler and on the communications team and really quickly gained a lot of experience in campaign politics and managing crisis communications and building a personal brand. And my DC life was thriving and fantastic, but I'm from Chicago, my family's here, and I wanted to find a way to get back to Chicago. And so fast forward five years, um, a couple of inaugurations and uh, a lot of fun stories uh, in between. And I started a business, I started TE and Co with the idea to service the personal brands of business leaders who want that clarity and vis visibility and crystallization of their message the same way that perhaps a member of Congress uh, would enjoy. It's really built into what they do. And so I think more and more now folks are thinking about their personal brands or how executive leadership makes, you know, their voice makes a difference. So we, we service our clients in all kinds of ways. We do corporate communications. I, I stick with personal brands through their investment portfolios. We, uh, our sort of tagline is we can help raise the profile in a way that makes sense for your business goals. So it's very strategic and targeted uh, PR communications and personal branding. One of the things that first stood out to me when I was reading through your backstory was your time working in the U.S. Congress. I mean, because that's such an interesting yeah. thing. And so now that you're working with business people, what are some similarities and differences that you have found working with politicians and now working with business people? Yeah, it's funny because even some of my clients have political aspirations, but I really find, and I think this is true for perhaps a lot of your guests or a lot of people listening, but a lot of people just really want to do good in their community or, and, you know, in, 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 a, in a bigger picture. It's not just, I want to make money. I want to be, you know, a, a United States senator. It's not these short-term goals. Most people really, at the end of the day, want to help others. And there's so many ways to do that. And um, that's, that's the, the thread that keeps me super excited about what we're doing and really getting behind the mission of our clients. And so we have clients that, um, that do things that members of Congress can't do um, in their, in their um, 
you know, in their private practice. So the common thread really is is the interest and ability of of doing doing good, whether it's you know in your immediate community or you know in your industry. But we all want to be uh, cutting edge and leading decisions. And the folks I work with are in fact doing that, whether they're aspiring. Um, you know, members of Congress or, you know, CEOs or, you know, ready for their next uh, promotion. So you started to talk about, you know, what some of your clients may be doing. Uh, but for you and TE and co, uh, who are you guys's ideal client? We, yeah, so we actually have a, a really nice portfolio of clients right now. I have a uh, a hair salon owner, which was newly added as of I'm gonna say November. And that was that was something I was really clear when I was taking that client on that I wanted to work with the CEO. It was really the the uh, the jockey so to speak. And uh but we have clients who do uh gosh we're in satellites, we're in blockchains, we're in manufacturing. Um and so the ideal client that we want to work with is not anybody and everybody but individuals or companies or brands who are interested in communications and want to articulate themselves through PR, through communications, through things like having a clear social media strategy, but aren't sure exactly where to go. And what I found is they, there's, it's kind of, there needs to be somebody, not necessarily like me, but someone thinking the way that I do, uh, that it's really threading the needle between brand and what the marketing strategy is and what's the, what is the story that we're telling as an organization. And so, you know, you can hire a brand agency to build you a beautiful logo. You can hire a photographer to take a great picture of you. But what are those individual pieces doing that all work towards the same goals. And I want people to think more about that. So whether they hire us today, tomorrow, or follow us on social media, we have a magazine coming out January 1. We really want to help people get into that mindset that, you know, streamlined, cohesive, and comprehensive communications is pretty much the only way to go. And the fun part is, the best part is not only does it work, but it actually makes the overwhelm of social media and all of these daunting things um, kind of quell down when you have an actual plan in front of you. Totally. And it is daunting. I mean, for someone who's just starting out building their personal brand, all the checklist of items they have to do to build that up is an intimidating thing. So what are some tips to help somebody build their personal brand if they're just starting out? Yeah, I would. It's, it's a little bit of mind mapping. I'm actually in um, a few coaching programs with uh, wonderful um, executive coaches here in Chicago. Shout out to Neha Auroric of somewhere in between coaching. But, you know, it really starts off like forget the tactical steps, start with a strategy. And if you're not sure what a strategy might look like for you, start off with your why and how and how am I going to show up? The world is our oyster, right? So, you know, we can be very specific. If you're a consultant, how are you going to position yourself as a consultant? Are you going to be very high touch, very buttoned up? Um, I brand myself as a casual Midwesterner, and that's how I my voice and tone comes across in all of the work that I do. And so starting off with those very clear, a little bit of, um, again, like mind mapping, a little bit of the woo-woo, you know, who am I? What am I doing? Why does it matter? Who do I want to help? And then I think from there, you can start applying the tactical things. So you can work towards, you know, a, a photo shoot as a, as a first step. We love to do that as 
um, one of the early steps because it helps bring the brand to life. It helps get everybody excited. But it's not just, again, that headshot photo shoot. It's, you know, we just did a shoot for, like I mentioned, uh, Jen, the, the hair salon owner. Well, her unique positioning is she wants to make her um, salon more competitive. And it's really her around the ecosystem running the place. And they're expanding into a new a new um, a new uh, location. So the the way we structure the photo shoot, for example, is having her the team around her and her educating and her hands on with um, other women. And certainly, we did photos, group shots. Everyone's kind of um, in parallel. But some of those, a few of those shots, she was standing, uh, you know, a few few feet, you know, a foot or so um, in front of everyone to make her the centerpiece. So that's just one example of the many. But you want to get very clear about how you want to show up. Uh, who your audience is and how you're going to market to them. And um, then you can apply the tactical things like a photo shoot, like a biography, like actually putting together a communication structure of what your message is going to be. So can you share a story that illustrates maybe a, a person who came to you and you helped them turn into a success story? Oh my gosh, yes. I, oh, I love to talk about my first ever client. Uh, John de Blasio, um, who is an incredible philanthropist and entrepreneur. And I've actually known him from my days on Capitol Hill. The, the story that we like to tell, or I tell, <laughs> um, is uh, here was this incredible, um, incredible foreign policy, uh, you know, mind coming to Capitol Hill. And at the time, I would, I would, um, you can if you can think back to you know if you've ever been to dc or been in the capital the one side is the house one side is the senate so us on the house side um we would take meetings and it was always really important to me to have members uh, uh, excuse me it was really important to me to have um folks from illinois whenever they were in town that they could you know meet the congressman and so that particular day i took john to the steps of uh, steps of the Capitol, and I texted the other chiefs of staffs and the delegation, and just about every member showed up. So here's this person who, you know, came for a purposeful meeting. The day was a little hectic, so we moved the meeting, um, you know, outdoors, and had great relationships. Was really involved as an advisor, as a confidant, as a trusted member of the community for members of Congress, and I I just always held him at a high regard. So fast forward to we're having coffee in Chicago. I, you know, just to catch up coffee and kind of starting this new venture, starting this new life, wasn't really anticipating pitching him. But long story short, he really didn't have a Google presence. He didn't have a LinkedIn. He didn't have an up-to-date headshot. And he has big ambitions for himself. And um, the way that his sort of internet profile uh, showed up didn't really represent that. So I said, hey, John, give me six months. Let me test out some ideas. Within six months, we had a feature in Entrepreneur. We had beautiful new headshots. We had an op-ed that was placed in national publications around, uh, at the time, what was happening on the, the border of Donbass and Ukraine. He had uh, been on uh, Chicago Tonight talking about um, some of, at the time, uh, some foreign policy, pressing foreign policy issues, which is something that you know is very much his background. He's a lieutenant colonel. Um, so what we did was we started a newsletter. Um, so lots of little tactical things that led up, and with it, again, within six months, really had a transformational brand. And to date, uh, he's now the CEO, and he is sort of one of those interim CEO 
uh, type of uh, uh, venture, venture capitalists and investors. And his opportunities have expanded because we're communicating consistently what he cares about LinkedIn. We're not showing dollar signs. We're not saying rah, rah, he's giving away X amount of dollars. He's a very, very good philanthropist. We're not um, showboating all of the great things he's doing. We're more so very clear on we're celebrating the things that he's excited about. We're taking pictures of the things that he's doing and communicating the message as to why. So one of the examples of something that we do very consistently is support and promote the Emerging Leaders Program at the Chicago Council on Global Affairs, which right now, uh, through I think mid-March, they're accepting applications for their program. And John is a huge mouthpiece for them. And through the power of social media and the power of just having uh, your, your strong network and a brand and a following, you can really support and endorse these types of organizations. So, you know, I don't have a dollar amount. I don't have a, I did this and thanks to me, you know, he did it on his own. I just luckily was by his side to help storytell and integrate that into the, the avenues that we communicate. Right now it's LinkedIn and Twitter and say in 10 years, you know, and we have a website for him, but say in 10 years, it's some, you know, maybe everybody's on TikTok in 10 years. Maybe we go there, maybe not, <laughs> probably not. But, um, but just to say, you know, think about the channels that you're communicating. And again, we have checks every few months where we go, what is our message? What is our message? And what are we trying to convey? Um, so that's one example, but that really led to a lot of different corporate opportunities. So another quick, quick, quick example is we have um, RCF Fertinian, who has a show on her YouTube channel and a really amazing Instagram, uh, A-R-S-I-A-K. And the show is called Smart is New Sexy. So she wants, she sees herself as an Oprah type. And I know that sounds like super, you know, everybody wants to be like Oprah, but she has this incredible platform and very, very well produced, beautiful videography, beautiful uh, imagery show where she goes around Chicago and meets with business owners and meets with nonprofit leaders and meets with women who aren't just aren't having a good season and tries to tell their story and sort of meet them halfway and lift them up where we're going. So one of the tactical things we did for her personal brand was, of course, we, we, we help underwrite the show and, um, you know, scripting and a little bit of the just day to day ops. But one of the things we're doing for her personal brand for the past year and a half is really get her involved and make her story known in local media. So we've had top stories. We've had her featured on Chicago's very own. I remember one day we were dropping off checks to uh, business owners who were uh, really affected by the looting and rioting of last summer. And regardless of your, um, you know, your opinion on, on where that all started, RCAC wanted to step up and say, look, this is just terrible. People's, they don't, can't even pay for their new windows. So she, um, you know, wrote some checks and, came down to the South side and particularly in that neighborhood we focused on, we worked with the Englewood Chamber of Commerce and a few churches to get some ideas as to whom. And we shared that with the media and we had a top story in Chicago. We did things like that a few times. So now when she goes to the grocery store, people are excited and her viewership numbers are up and yeah, she's not necessarily in the millions and millions and getting sponsored ads. The goal wasn't to make her a social media influencer. The goal is to make her uh, somebody who's who's setting the standard for how just an average person can be involved in their community and tell stories. So it was an extension of her Smart is the New Sexy show. So those are two really different examples just to show the range on how really thinking clear about how you can raise your profile can can have an impact on your business, on your life, on your philanthropy, um, on your, you know, on your, on your, um, you know, your community. 
Totally. And it's very interesting to hear about how you and TE and co kind of adjust and mold yourselves for whichever unique voice and story come to you. It's really cool to hear you for two totally different clients. Tell me how, you know, you were able to help them succeed. And so in addition to all the stuff you're doing for all your clients, can you tell me a little bit about TE and co magazine? What's that all about? Yes. So, you know, so this all started actually a few months ago. There's a multitude of things that sort of kicked off the thinking, right? One, I've never really marketed myself. Uh, it's really, we've been so lucky riding this wonderful wave of, of, of people who are just knocking on our door. I think my, my clients are my marketing. Um, and uh, so we've been really lucky. And so looking ahead to 2022, I wanted to serve at a higher scale, not necessarily you know, just cash in for my ideas. I love doing the work. I'll always, I was a staffer, you know, in Capitol Hill, I'll always have that staff mindset, truly. I mean, I, I'm so involved in the day-to-day. My team's like, you need to, you know, you're a CEO, you're running our company. And I'm like, no, we need to do it. Right. So, um, so all of that to say is we really wanted to serve and share our ideas and get people thinking. And I found that in a lot of my conversations with friends, with people who are perhaps shopping or exploring our services, we really got them thinking and they came back to us and wanted a strategy. And so I, I just thought if I could storytell and showcase and share, you know, share some of the tactical things that led to success of X campaign or X project or X client, perhaps I can inspire other people's right people to, to take it and run with it themselves. Maybe give us a call for a free 15 minute consultation. I'm always down for that. The other thing that really drove us to invest our time and energy and put our best ideas forward behind the magazine are, I realized that PR is very expensive and we've never really skyrocketed our rates because we want to be approachable. We want to be affordable. We also know that it takes a little bit of time to turn our brand around. So we actually have our clients on four and six month strategies. So I, I think about my style of comms as a Ferris wheel, like very like low and slow and smart and steady. It takes a little time to experience that shift. And I, we've kind of outdone a lot of our clients who have had big PR firms. And a few months ago, I took on a client in DC who we're going to be launching a few satellites in a few years. Uh, it's called High Spec IQ. And we shopped for a few big, you know, fancy, expensive uh, PR firms that were, you know, just sums that at this point, the, the startup that, that High Spec is, you know, wasn't really ready to pay. I'm talking 20,000 a month beyond. And to me, that was a pretty shocking figure. I go, I could charge that, right? And still deliver, but I wasn't willing to do that, you know? And I think, you know, again, when you get to those big, expensive and fancy uh, PR firms, it's a, you're paying for the zip code, you're paying for the account managers, um, and it's very transactional. And I think that's perfectly acceptable. That's their business model. They probably have a yacht and I don't. But you know, and, and that's what works. And there's a need for that when you, when you are a big company, but what about everybody else? What about the small businesses? What about the, the folks who are just getting started with their ideas? What about the personal brands? How do you attach, you know, how do you attach a strategy to a personal brand as a PR firm? So I really wanted to kind of reset the way we think about PR, personal branding and communications in this new era where everybody does have a personal brand. If you have a LinkedIn profile, you have a personal brand. Mm-hmm. And how do we normalize this conversation about thinking about ourselves? I mean, I think every single person should have sort of their, their, their social media strategy or their campaign because 
people are inherently interested in, in each other. Uh, the example I talk about a lot is, you know, we watch each other more than we watch TV. You probably scroll Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn or TikTok more than you just scroll the channels, right? We all binge, we all have Netflix and things like that. But the first thing that we check in the morning, I think for most people is probably our phones and probably our social media. So give them something to look at, give them something to know. And that really is just coming back to like really basic tactical steps. So to answer your question, it really was kind of, cutting through the noise, but also us really t uh, put ducking our heads up and saying, hey, we're out here and we're doing really fantastic things. Here's what we're doing. And again, 15 minute consultation calls are very, very welcome. Um, I, I joke and say I'm the best worst salesperson <laughs> because I really just want to help other people. Again, that staffer mentality. I came from a, a, a congressional office and a, a, a congressman who taught us, you know, to be in service. We were servant leaders. So I can't turn that off. And so I, I really do see it as my responsibility to help sort of turn that tide and help people cross, you know, cross over and be better at communicating what they're doing, what they're excited about, especially if they're in service of others. Like, I'm so here for that. Totally. And that is Awesome. And if someone is looking at building their brand, trying to figure out how to tell their story, or even wants to learn how to just get started on social media, anything like that, and they want to learn more about TE and Co., uh, how can they reach you guys? Yeah, we have a nice and simple website, tamaraedwards.co, T A M A R A E D W A R D S.co. We have a magazine that's going to come out several times a year, which I'm very excited about. And then there's always an option. You can email me at hello at tamaraedwards.co, not .com, for a free 15-minute consultation. I'd love to chat and hear from you. Do you all have any social media as well? We do, yep. Uh, we have a Instagram, tamaraedwards.co, and then my personal Instagram is a little bit of uh, I'm a newlywed, a little bit of that, a little bit of PR tactics, a little bit of a um, little bit of everything. Uh, and it's it's Tamara Edward Edwards. Um, that, that's it. I just changed the handle. So I'm getting used to it. It's Tamara Edwards. Awesome. Well, Tamara, it's really been so great to hear how you're impacting the community and how you're really helping folks. Um, and it's been great having you on the show tonight. Thanks so much for having me, Max. Really appreciate it. And thanks to all of you for listening to another episode of Chicago Business Radio. I'm your host, Max Cantor, and we'll see you next time. This episode of Chicago Business Radio has been brought to you by FirmSpace, your private sanctuary for productivity and growth. To learn more, go to firmspace.com.